0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, we now come to the next section of Psalm 119, which is verse 113 through verse 128. Now, this is um, a continuation on the Word of God as explained throughout Psalm 119 in a series of proverb-like maxims concerning the virtues of people who live by God's Word, concerning the benefits of those who live by God's Word, the promises made within God's Word. It's all about God's Word. And so listen now as I read Psalm 119, starting in verse 113. I hate double-minded people, but I love your law. You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Away from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the commands of my God. Sustain me, my God, according to your promise, and I will live. Do not let my hopes be dashed. Uphold me, and I will be delivered. I will always have regard for your decrees. You reject all who stray from your decrees, for their delusions come to nothing. All of the wicked of the earth you discard like dross. Therefore, I love your statutes. My flesh trembles in fear of you. I stand in awe of your laws. I have done what is righteous and just. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Ensure your servants' well being. Do not let the arrogant oppress me. My eyes fail looking for your salvation, looking for your righteous promise. Deal with your servant according to your love, and teach me your decrees. I am your servant. Give me discernment that I may understand your statutes. It is time for you to act, Lord. Your law is being broken. Because I love your commands more than gold, more than pure gold, and because I consider all of your precepts right— I hate every wrong path. And that last verse is um, uh, verse 128. And so it begins, uh, the first eight-verse section in this um, series that I just read begins with the Hebrew letter, Samach. And uh, it is this verse, I hate double-minded people, but I love your law. In the New Testament, of course, we read that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And so the psalmist um, uh, here reflects on that fact. Of course, he doesn't have the advantage of the New Testament at this early writing, but God's principles are in place, and double-minded people are not um, people that are in agreement with the Lord concerning His Word. The people of God are single-minded for God and His purposes. The Lord is our shield and our refuge, is proclaimed in the next verse. You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. And then the psalmist um, rejects evildoers. He says, away from me, you evildoers, so that I may keep the commands of my God. Then a brief prayer for the Lord to sustain and deliver his people. Sustain me, my God, according to your promise, and I will live. Do not let my hopes be dashed. Uphold me, and I will be delivered. I will always have regard for your decrees. And so unless the Lord sustains us, we have no hope. Unless the Lord upholds us, our lives will come crashing down. So these these thoughts of the psalmist from 3,000 years ago are applicable in our day as well. Verse 118, You reject all who stray from your decrees, for their delusions come to nothing. All of the wicked of the earth you discard like dross. Therefore, I love your statutes. And then the psalmist expresses a powerful sense of of reverence concerning the word of God. He says, My flesh trembles in fear of you. I stand in awe of your laws. And we all stand in awe of the magnificent word of the Lord, at least those who know the Lord and those who fear the Lord. The next section uh, starts with a faith decree led off by the letter Ayin, the Hebrew letter Ayin. I have done what is righteous and just. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Ensure your servant's well-being. Do not let the arrogant oppress me. And so that second verse, verse 122, is recited prior to the shofar blowing on Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah along with many other verses from Psalm 119. There's an observation uh, that follows this verse. My eyes fail looking for your salvation, looking for your righteous promise. And so the psalmist um, has spent a lifetime looking for the Lord's salvation, looking for the Lord's righteous promises. I'm sure that in the course of his life, he had received many of God's promises, but some of God's promises are for the other side of the grave. Our salvation begins when we come into a relationship with the Lord, but ultimately our salvation is not perfected until we stand before the throne of God and we hear, not guilty because of the blood of the lamb, not guilty because you belong to my son, Jesus. Next, the psalmist makes a plea Uh, for the Lord to use love in looking at us. He says, deal with your servant according to your love and teach me your decrees. We all need the Lord's love, friends. Without it, we would surely perish. The psalmist prays for discernment. I am your servant. Give me discernment so that I might understand your statutes. And we need discernment from the Spirit of God to understand the Word of God to apprehend the Word of God and to apply it to our own lives. We never outgrow that need for the Lord's discernment. The Lord is called to act against lawbreakers. Verse 126, it is time for you to act, Lord, because your law is being broken. And ultimately, friends, the Lord will act against all lawbreakers. But the Lord is merciful, desiring that none should perish. Some perceive his mercy as weakness, but it's not that at all. It's love and loving kindness. The Lord is waiting and hoping and planning for the redemption of each person as long as they live. And sadly, some people do not agree with his plan or come into agreement and submit to his plan of redemption, his plan of life. The psalmist closes this section with expressions of love for the Lord's commands. Because I love your commands more than gold, more than pure gold, and because I consider all of your precepts right, I hate every wrong path. And we, likewise, Lord, we hate every wrong path. We value your word more than any earthly riches. Lord, um, we ask that you would help us, God, to revere you and to stand in agreement with your word and your precepts. Lord, sometimes it does seem like our eyesight is failing while we're looking for the culmination of our relationship with you, while we're looking for your righteous promises. But God, we know that you're faithful to keep every jot and tittle of your word. Not one word of your scripture will fall to the ground without any effect. Each and every precious promise contained in your word will be fulfilled. And Lord, we take you at your word We thank you for your word. We're single-minded as we focus on you and your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends.